Hey there, Black Mom Diaries. Got a tongue twister for you. Like to hear it? Here it goes. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Woo, try saying that four times fast. Well, our guest today talks all about this, along with the rich legacy her family provided. And boy, does she have an incredible story to tell. Up next on the Black Mom Diaries. This is Patricia. And I am Latanya, and we are, we are the Black Mom Diaries. They're <laughs> used to us by now, Patricia. Yeah, they say that one day, the day that they get it right, they'll probably be their last show, you know? Oh, no, no. Yeah. So then we can't get it right for a while. Then. That's right. That's it. If that's the case. Okay. How's this beautiful uh-huh. day going? It's going good. Um, I took my daughter early, early for a play date with an old friend and she was so excited. It was the cutest thing. Um, She had this friend when she was in preschool and then, you know, everything shut down and she didn't get to see her friend for forever. Mm -hmm. And she has not stopped talking about her. And we did like a Zoom thing last year and hadn't really connected, but she just would talk about it randomly and be like, hey, um, so how about a play date? Did you, did you call her mom for a play date? And she would be like, I miss her. Do you think she remembers me? Um, and so anyway, I finally reached out to her mom. I was like, hey, my daughter cannot stop, stop talk, cannot stalking, cannot stop talking about mm-hmm. your daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, can you guys get together for a play date? And so anyway, we did and she, my sleeper, <laughs> was up super early this morning. She okay. woke up early, brushed her teeth, got dressed, put her shoes on, and was like, are we going to go now? Are we going to go now? Is it time to go? Aww. So it was, it was really cute. We were at the park for a long time, and it was funny because they were all excited, and then they got close to each other, and they were just like, wait a minute. And so they kind of sort of stopped and they were acting shy and yeah, yeah that's it, how it happens sometimes. Yeah, it was super, it was, it was super cute though. Um, and so her mom and I were like, yeah, let's do this again. So we're gonna do it again soon. But for some reason, my daughter thinks she can only have one friend. So I thought <laughs> like we, that when I was younger. We were driving home and she was like, Well, she's my friend. So there's another little girl that we play with, and she was like, So um now that one's not my friend. And I was like, no, it won't be your friend. And she was like, but I only want one friend. And I told her, well, that's going to be really challenging because you are incredible and everybody Aww. loves you. <laughs> so she is such a sweetie. You're going to have a lot of friends. Well, I guess she looks at Gabby as family, you know? Yeah, she does right? love your daughter. She loves your daughter. So. Yeah, it's funny. You had a play date today, and my daughter is supposed to have a play date today. So I don't call it play date, you know, because she's 12. You know? uh-huh. It's a girl's meeting, whatever you want to call it. Hang out. So it's, it's crazy that you say that. Well, coincidental that you say that because I, you know, we always talk about how we should socialize our kids. We shouldn't mm-hmm. leave it up to anybody else to socialize them. Then when they get my daughter age and um, older, they kind of pick who they want to like meet with. And so they had mm-hmm. said that they, they said they wanted to meet and then the her, that the young lady's mom texted me, but then we just had some things going on today. And so she was kind of bummed about it because she really wanted, and she met this girl at a park. 
she met a girl I thought those park days meetings were over like when you were two mm-hmm. you know how you go to the park <laughs> and come back with a friend you know yeah. my daughter's 12 went to the park and came back and we actually went to their house I was like who am I today oh wow you know? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah but that was that was we didn't go but we'll, we'll hook up next week so I'll just yeah. enjoy making my little holistic medicine I made me some elderberry uh Ooh. peppermint burdock what else is in here? Mullen, Starvenise. I, I make What them. is the other, the last thing you said is what? Starvenise. Starven- it's like a licorice. It's like oh, a licorice tasting. Okay. Like black so licorice? I, it tastes like I hate it, but it's really good for antiviral and certain things. So I made it uh-huh. and I put them in the refrigerator. I make like eight of them and I put them in the refrigerator and I mix uh-huh. it with, it turns red. But I'll yeah. mix it with a little bit of um, cranberry juice, just so my I hope I ain't burping anything. So um, just so my kids, <laughs> <laughs> for real, mamas, um, um, you know. So just so my kids would like it. But then uh-huh. you notice they started drinking it up. Oh uh, what? Yeah, so I thought it. I saw you drinking that, and I I just figured it was grape juice or something. But you're gonna have to send me the recipe. I just mix teas together. And that have the antiviral properties. That's all I do. You see my face? Well, I mean, I bought. You, you just need to see, send, I bought send a me the recipe. Box of, there's no recipe. I just, just tell me what you do. Just, just write it down. I need you to write it down and send it to me. Because I would be like, uh, what did she say? Unless you want me to text you like 50,000 times. What, what else did you put in there? And then you put what else in there? Does this look like it? <laughs> they can't see my face right now but it's all i just told you but I can't. <laughs> when i want it to taste fresher i put more peppermint in it. anyway okay. i like mixing stuff up and it's so crazy why are we talking about mixing stuff up today well, like tell me why are we why are we talking about this because i because is it because we have a guest that is just taking this uh um recipes or um things from her ancestors and do because i mean that's how i see it mm-hmm. is it because we have a guest today that i'm gonna say mix stuff up i think that's offensive because it's not just stuff up but mix you know stuff. you know how you be say mixologist oh wait we're but... gonna, we gonna talk to her when she come <laughs> on and see how she feel about me girl you be mixing stuff up but that's how it starts that's though. basically it right all right bunch of stuff in a pot and you Let's... mix it up <laughs> Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Okay. What do we our, have? our guest today is Miss Tamika Anderson. She graduated top of her class in high school and college. With an MPA from Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville, she works tirelessly with her sorority sisters of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Tamika, a Jane of all trades, currently heads the counterfeit department at Amazon Corporate in Seattle, Washington, and Costa Rica. Tamika is a warrior who believes proper preparation prevents poor performance. She's an esteemed published author of urban fiction and now taking over as owner and CEO of the relaunch of Maintain Beauty LLC, which is a company originally created by her late grandmother, Josephine Bowman. Without further ado, I just want to welcome into the Black Mom Diaries virtual house, Miss Tamika Anderson. Hello, hello. 
Thank you all for having me. Welcome, welcome. welcome. I, I like the way you you introduce me because you make me sound so interesting. You are interesting. <laughs> I read your story. And I was like, wow. This, First of all, let's 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 get to some of the stuff that she said. Okay, I do read them, but I was just I listen better when she reads them out loud, you know. You right listener. Yes, I do. Um so me writing and being an author, it was by accident. So being from a big family, you have to learn when you can speak and when to jump into the conversation or you get left out. So um, my brother and I, we compete all the time. Oh, I graduated number three in my class. Well, I graduated number one. So, you know, it was always a competition, friendly competition. Cause my mom used to always say, who's the smartest? in your class and it always had to be us. So we could never say anybody else's name. So um, my brother, he batted me. He was just like, everybody is always saying you're so animated. I bet you can't write a book. I said, write a book on what? He said, we grew up in the hood, write a hood book. I said, oh, that's easy, we live that. And he was like, you can't write a book. I bet you nobody will read it. I wrote, I had to do it. That's what the title came from. It was, I had to do it. And I did this book about a girl who you would think was like just obsessed with a man and just foolish over a man. But you find out at the end, she was really psycho. And she basically beat her husband to death with a bat. So you see on the, <laughs> you see on the cover where she's in the bedroom and the, it's a bloody bat just dripping. But I weave this tale of a story to where I immediately pull people in. That book went number one on Amazon almost <laughs> three or four days after I published it. I was only doing it as a bat. And people was just like, what happened next? What's going on? What is this? What is that? And I was just like, these people are not real. This was just something in my head. So then I wrote a sequel to the book. And then I was pulled in by Treasure Publications. Um, she reached out to me. She was um, a publisher, just starting out. And she said, who, um, who represents you? And I was like, nobody. I just did it. And since I worked for Amazon, I know how to publish my own book. So um, I, it, there's nothing that I can't do because I was always taught, you know, your gift will make room for you. and my granddad used to have a saying, use your head for more than a head rack. And he must so, have been from uh, Alabama. He must have been from Alabama because they <laughs> said that 15,000 times. He's from Mississippi. <laughs> they That's all know right, each other. Neighbors. They all know each other. That <laughs> yeah. one, and they're, you know, the more than one way to skin the cats and mm -hmm. um, yeah. feed them out a long handle spoon. Like you probably <laughs> never heard. heard that one. Oh man, I've heard, heard the hot one. Oh man, so he must have been a cousin <laughs> or something. When you said yeah. that, I was like, I know she's my cousin. <laughs> she's my cousin. Kinda, you know, it just kind of grew from there. And I wrote, um, I was challenged to write a different spin on Snow White. So I did Into the Hood, and then I named the characters um, Anika and Pierre. And I put an apple may not kill you, but a bullet will. And I did Whoa. the setting in New York. 
I just fell out and, my chair, y'all. I know, I saw you. <laughs> wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. So, okay. That book went number one and it faded that Amazon's was... top 100 for about um, six weeks. What? Okay. I, have, I know how I you're doing it. Books. I know it. I have about 30 books on Amazon. I think it was like nine or 10 of them were pulled because I moved from treasure publications to royalty. And then oh. when royalty, they start doing some kind of scamming with bots and all of that. And Amazon don't play about their coins. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Amazon pulled all of them. But luckily for me, everything that I've ever written or composed, whatever, I always copyright. So although they pulled them from the, the shelf, um, I can go and resubmit it. And I just haven't had the time to do it. So I will put... Um, the ones that are down, I will put those back up. But for the most part, the bulk of my urban fictions are on, on there. So if you want some stories about shoot them up, kill them, and all of that kind of stuff, <laughs> it's in there. And, and okay, I, so they can search you. Nothing to the imagination. They can search for you on Amazon. Tamika Anderson? No, Miss T. Nicole is my pen name. Uh-oh. Okay, all right, like Miss T. Nicole. You How got did I get so lucky? Check you know, her out. On Amazon because I'm gonna check her out on Amazon because some of the if you want to I mean my books will make you laugh cry doubt your best friend like all of it you'd be looking at like wait a minute you you was probably in my house wait a minute yeah it all started on a bet my brother bet me so he Mm. wrote a book and his book was called Name Me King and it was about Argyle Gardens and these twins. And um, they just basically had this huge drug cartel. His book went number one. And so I had to do it because he's not going to beat me. (laughs) So I came right in and it was like, once I started picking up, I got with a publisher and I started knocking them out. And I was so good. I was knocking out a book in a weekend. I would just get (laughs) off of work Friday. I'll start writing. Next thing you know, it's Sunday evening and I'm turning it into the publisher. She's like, Tamika, where do your mind go? I said, I become the character and I start speaking like them. So sometimes, you know, your daughter get slapped real quick. Hold on. Oh, I was in character. Hold on. You, you said, what, sweetie? What you mean? Mama, sorry. You know, your mama a little touched. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was like, mama, are you writing again? Yes. I can get it done in a weekend. And I usually do that when she's with her dad. And if I'm just at home by myself, I'll just get to the computer and I'm typing and I can see it playing out in my head. So if I can't visualize it, I can't write it. I just want to tell everybody, first of all, I, we met online. We was online dating. Me and <laughs> I like <laughs> But I know we're on like all of these Facebook. I'm in like a million Facebook groups, but in this particular one about locks, I asked the question um, about how to take care of my daughter's hair because she swims. And I got a whole lot of answers, but she was the only one that was like, Can I DM you? That's how she date. See, that's what you do. You jump in the DC. She did it. It worked, right? Slide on to the slide in the DMs. Slid <laughs> in, and then I was like, "But what I really like, I don't know if you've heard all of this, and you may have been told this. You have such a service 
a servitude attitude about you. Like it's just in you because writing books is serving, right? And then what we're supposed to be talking about today, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's serving the chapter, serving, you know? And, and she wasn't really looking at you guys. She wasn't looking for anything from me, but to help me. She didn't know anything about who I was. She didn't care. It was like, I want to help you with what's going on with your daughter, you know? But then she just helped me again, which I'll tell her just after this, because <laughs> we ain't about to make this about me. But that's how I came across this amazing person. And it's just lead with value, one, and service. I, You know, okay, y'all didn't need to hear that. But you just never know who you're serving or or how these connections will even help you even go any higher. But I just wanted to say that about this young lady. She only wanted to serve. And that's how she got, that's honestly, that's how she got here. That's, that's how, how I was here. raised. And people say it all the time. They said, you are such a giver, but I don't know how else to be. Um, growing up with my family, my grandmother was the first lady of the church. And this is what she did. And I saw her, there were girls in the neighborhood who would get teased because their hair wasn't growing or they had patches in their hair. Their moms just didn't know. But my grandmother had 19 kids. She knew everything you could about hair, about cooking, sewing. Um, she was like our first music teacher. This woman was a Jane of many trades. And she said, as long as God allows you breath in your body and he gives you the activities of your limbs, there is something that you can do to create and to help others. And so she used to always say that. And it was just like, we had all these kids who would come in and out our house. And I would see my mom doing their hair, my grandmother doing their hair, my grandmother giving them hair food that she would make and say, give this to your mom, tell her or your scalp with it. If she don't know how to do it, my daughter, Brenda, she'll do it for her. And Brenda's my mom. And so I grew up watching them serve, serve the community, serve the church. And when you do things with a, a clean heart and a good heart mm -hmm. and a spirit, you know, just like God give you the vision, he can give you the customers. And so right now, I don't do this to say I need to make a dollar. Amazon pays me. And that's my job. I started this like, oh, this is a hobby. And then it was more so my uncle saying, Mimi, mama have more, more years behind her than in front of her. You need to get in there and really learn how to do this. And all her daughters was like, mama always trying to teach us how to do something. Not Mimi, you go in there. Cause she gonna talk you to death, you go in there. So I get in there with grandma. And in 2011, she said, daughter, I want to start this company again. And I said, what you want me to do? She said, just what you're doing. And I said, well, I'm not doing anything. She said, just be here with me. And I said, grandmama, how much is this? She said, well, just, you just pour to the spirit tell you to stop. Grandma, that's not a measurement. And just, you pour, you pour to, to God say so. What? Grandmama, that's like, how can I measure that? And she said, baby, when you're doing it for love, it's going to come out right. And I said, well, okay. So then I started writing down like, okay, grandmama used extra virgin olive oil. <laughs> I'm just writing all, like everything that I see her doing. And then when she would see me in the kitchen and I'm watching her, it was just like, girl, what are you writing? 
grandma, I'm trying to see. Well, if you writing, you're not seeing. You pay attention. And then she and granddad had this saying of say, I'm trying to learn you something. Not I'm trying to teach you. I'm trying to learn you yeah. something. And that's what they would say. And it's just like, well, grandma, I'm a visual, but I, but I also, I have to have these steps in my head. And so I never understood why she would simmer the herbs in her base oils and all of this. And like, she never told me, she just showed me. And then when grandma took ill, like she was sick in the late nineties and then she recovered. Like the doctors called the family in so many times. So she battled for 15 years. And then in 2013, she passed. In 2011, we just started getting it going. And it was me and grandma. Then my mom would come in to help and say, I think you all should do this. And she said, Brenda, go on, on. You ain't want to do this. It's me and Mimi. And it started picking up. 2011. 2012, grandma got a little sick. And she was like, no, daughter, I'm here with you. I'm here with you. And the beginning of 2013, she passed. I shut down the website. I stopped doing it because I didn't have her pushing me. But then my mom called me and said, Mimi, I think mama showed you because you're supposed to do something with this. And she said, this is a gift that you have because anytime you can handcraft something like this and it makes people happy, it, it gives them the confidence back. She said, did you see that lady who was talking about how she had cancer and she didn't think her hair would grow? And you made this formula especially for her, making sure you researched everything. She said, people don't take the time to, to really cater to people. And so my mom got me back into this. So I'm here in Seattle and I'm finding every excuse in the book. I, my mom working, I got Allie, she's in school, I don't have time. And she said, God gives us 24 hours in a day, you figure it out. And that's what she did. And once I got back in the kitchen, I started making the products. I started smelling it and it just reminded me so much of my grandmother. And instead of me being sad, I was happy because I started listening to my grandmother's voice in my head. She used to say, I'm not sick, I'm well. I'm not sad, I'm happy, I'm not bound, I'm free. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And she used to say it every single day. She used to always say it. Anybody who came to the house, they say, my Joe, how you feel? I'm not sick, I'm well. And she always told us, you can speak things into existence. There's power in the tongue. So if you can speak it, it shall be. And so I, I cherish those memories. I was just like, I can pass this down to my daughter because it took years. Like now my aunts, I'm very close in age with my aunts and uncles. I'm actually older than some of them. <laughs> but um, now they're asking like, well, Mimi, you gonna come home and show us how to do it? Cause mama was the one who started it. You all didn't want to get in there with her. So she gave this to me, that was her gift to me. And so that's why I enjoy doing it because I do feel that closeness with her, even when I'm cooking. I don't cook with a, a recipe book, but my best friend who flew in last night, she just told me, she said, this is another business. You cook like you somebody's grandma. I haven't seen a box and you making all this stuff from scratch. I said, girl, I've seen my granny and my mama do this for years. Grandma said, you got to take what you got to make what you want. You know what? We don't have no <laughs> questions today. <laughs> uh, we talking. Because yeah. I told you you was my cousin. You my cousin. You, you are my cousin. Because my aunt is still with me. Um, but um, she tell, she's more 
of like what I was just talking about the tea. See, man, this is how this stuff happens. I was talking to her because she she's like the person everybody calls in the family when somebody's sick, got a cough, you know, and she she can also cook or whatever. And she's green thumb galore, right? So she would always tell me, look, somebody got to know this, right? And it wasn't, that's why I always tell people, it wasn't by a coincidence, but my aunt raised me and not my mom, you know? So she she chose me, just like your grandmother chose you. They talk about when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Well, you had the teacher. She didn't have to appear. She just had to choose you. And when she chose you, she gave you all that, what she had. And she is still giving it to you now. And same thing like with my aunt. She's like, baby, I ain't going to be here a long time. You got to learn how to make these chest laughs, these things and things going on. So mm-hmm. I totally uh, like, man, they, they sound like they all ran together at some time back in the past. You know? They may have, because <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I still, to this day, I don't know how my grandparents did it. 19 kids, and I have one, and I, I'm complaining, but, <laughs> you know, she's she's definitely my miracle baby, because um, I didn't have, like, um, issues with um, infertility. I had issues with carrying a child, so as soon as I got married, I had a miscarriage and I had a miscarriage at least six times before I even had my daughter and Mm -hmm. then it was just like I just I guess this is it because I had Mm preeclampsia I was on bed rest as early as six months with her the doctors told me the day that I delivered her that she wasn't going to make it and here we are 14 years later and my ex-husband is still in shock because he says he didn't think that we would ever have a kid because it was always, you get to that third month mark and it was like, my body was just rejecting. Mm -hmm. And I remember my grandmother being in that hospital room with me and she put her hand on my stomach and said, she, I didn't even know I was having a girl at that time. She said, she shall live and not die. And I held on to that. And as soon as they pulled her out, because they had to put me in the in the OR and and do an emergency C-section because my daughter stopped breathing during labor and delivery. And so they had to do an emergency C-section on me. And when I woke up in the recovery room, my grandmother was in there with my mom and my then mother-in-law. And she said, she's here and she's just as beautiful as you were when you was um, born. And I said, grandma, she said, yeah, I'm here, baby. She said, daughter, you gave me a beautiful daughter, but it just took you too long to get her here because you behind because you already 27. (laughs) They'll still tell you the truth. They'll love on you and tell you the truth. She said, you're Mm. (laughs) I can't do that. I I said, that's just hard on my body. She had nine by the time she was 27. That's what she said. She said, oh, Lord. Yeah, and she said God had to stop her. Grandma, why you had 19 kids? God had to stop me. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I said she uh, she go about what the words say. That was right. Be fruitful and that's multiply. Great. I I had my two. I when I was younger, I wanted to have like 10, I, and then it went down to five. 
because I, I came from a small family. I mean, it was just right. me, my sister and I used to read the Babysitter's Club and there were a couple Me of too. families that were large and it just sounded like so much fun. The house was always busy and mm-hmm. things were always happening and it was loud and I wanted that because our house was so quiet. So anyway, um, yeah, my husband and I, we had two. I Before that, I wanted five, but we had two and our house is always loud and I am happy with my two. I still I'm wish cool. that I had another, but it's like, I'm, I'm early 40s now, and Alexandria Nicole is enough for me mm. uh, because she is more than spoiled. You're still young. And, um, you're still young. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to have them, you know. <laughs> you're like, no, you just don't understand. <laughs> like my mom. My mom had three, and then she adopted three. It was just the three siblings. They were in a, a very bad situation and my mom stepped up and stepped in and she was at first their foster mom and then their mom never could get herself right. My mom went and talked to her and was like, look, I can help you. I can help you get back on track. You can you can raise your kids. This lady looked my mom in the face and said, get whoever you need to get so I can sign my rights over to you because I know you're going to do a way better job than I could. And just like my mom put us all through school, she put them through school. There it is. That that example of service again. Mm-hmm. That example. Same thing. So I, get I it had the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you did. My aunt took in two uh siblings also. And with, you know, so it was all four of us, almost five of us growing up together. But I just like that example. This is an example of the example that we should be for our kids because you soaked all of that stuff up and not, they, they didn't even have to teach you anything. You just saw it. You just saw it and you felt it and you lived it. So mm-hmm. that's like the best, that's, that's the best gift we can give to our kids. And my daughter's in there with me every step of the way. We were laughing the other night because I was showing her how to make the hair food. And she was mixing it and she was like, well, when is it supposed to rest? I said, does it, does it look like whipped cream yet? And she said, no. I said, it's not time to rest. And so she kept mixing and mixing and blending. And then once she finished the rest period and she started putting it into the jars and doing everything. And she just had to make sure I knew she was like, mom, I sanitized everything and I'm using the gloves. <laughs> like, yeah. And that stuff smells good, by the way. It I, does, I, doesn't I, it? Um, yeah, Latanya dropped some off for me and I, I use it on my son's hair. And he was like, what is this? Because I'm always I, I'm always putting stuff on my kid's hair too. Because, um, you know, I want something that's natural and I, you know, mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of stuff that I can't pronounce in it to put in their hair and my hair. But also I want something that makes it look good because I've tried natural stuff and it doesn't have all the extra yuck in there, but it's not good for my kid's hair or my hair. So anyway, I, I got it out and he's like, what is this? And I said, oh, this is just some stuff that somebody that's going to be on our show sent to us. And then he, the first thing he said when I opened it is it smells good. And he doesn't well, say that. And then I put it in his hair, you know, and it was nice and soft and shiny. And then his dad combed it later. But 
Yeah, I I, I gave her the apple mint one. I it was the apple mint mint. Okay. And okay. um, I have the I'm, myth, I'm also but working, I'm working on that green. one. I think I perfected mm-hmm. that one. Um, the hair food, I can probably make that in my sleep I now, love the hair but food. I, well, I'm yeah. doing the, I'm doing And it's the, so smooth. Yes. It's supposed to be, and it's lightweight. It's and so, so light. It is. I and saw so it, I, I was like, oh, one. this looks like hair grease. So I was a little bit nervous. That's the one I gave her. Really, I can't remember what it was. It yeah, was but really it's so lightweight. Yeah. yeah, it's so lightweight, yeah. and I'm making. I did the sunny. We call it sunny honey. Um, so it's not green goodness. <laughs> so we got the green goodness and the sunny honey, and so I just mixed up some sunny honey. And my best friends in there now working on jarring that up. Um, we finally got the labels and everything correct. So we're looking at the 13th of September to kind of do a soft launch um, mm-hmm. with the website. Um, I got the beard all going and oh, I was, I even had nice. to ask my, my ex-husband, I was like, smell this. He said, now, you know, I like black opium. I was like, but this smell like a man, right? <laughs> he was like, yes, yeah, this mad? No, you got to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> it I didn't know you had something right? for my beard. I didn't know you had something. <laughs> 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 we look, you know what? And you funny that you mentioned that because my husband got some beard oil and you know I am all about the bobs what is a bob if you know you know I'll tell you black owned business but I'm all about those obviously especially the all natural stuff and Mm -hmm. he got something I don't think it's a black owned business it smells really good um but he he hasn't used it in a while. And I know when he was using it, it, I could tell the difference. I was like, beard oil, really? What is that? But it makes a big difference. My brother said it too. I sent him some of it and my brother and um, even his best friend, his best friend has a full beard. Mm -hmm. And he said, he called me sis because they're best friends. They grew up together and everything. He says, sis, I put some of that beard oil that Johnny gave me. He said, you know, Kamisha, she was all up on me. She was all up on me. <laughs> now, but he is married. That's Kamisha's wife. <laughs> and so uh, he said, she was all up. And he said the whole day, like everybody was complimenting me. It had the right amount of shine. And he said, I kept doing one of these. He said, I never felt it that soft before. <laughs> I don't like greasy things and overly... Um, it just kind of stays on you forever that type of feel you know you use something people can tell you had remember that little grease i got it on the counter too i use it sometimes for my son that little green blue green grease you used to use with the white top i can't think of what it is but i know i know it's not blue magic Mm -hmm. i don't think it's called something sheen I do know I that. I know what you're talking about. You know I'll have to see it. And I'll I be think like, that's yes. what it is. The ultra yes. sheen. Yeah, well, that ultra sheen get all on your neck and back. And, you know, you don't even understand. And on your clothes. It be on your clothes. <laughs> see, the, you know, the hair food, as soon as you put it on your scalp, it's seeping. She said, <laughs> my daughter said, I don't know what that is. And she met. So my daughter got locked because she didn't want me to comb her hair anymore. Because she has such this coily hair. You have to just take your fingers. So her mm-hmm. hair locked quicker than mine. Um, and of course she had length, but she did, she doesn't say anything about any other product. 
The first thing she said when I opened up the cream, the twist cream, was, Mom, that smells so good. That's what she said. And then when I put the oil, she didn't even know. She's like, what is that? It feels cool on my scalp. Mm-hmm. It's and the peppermint doctor, and the tea tree in there. She's so, she's so like critical of that. But she was like, keep doing that. I was like, baby, I already, you're not about to oil this up. You know, <laughs> now tell her don't grease out her pillows now. I'm telling you, but she, that means you're using too much because seriously, a little goes a long way. Yeah, and and you really don't need a lot of um product, so you shouldn't get product buildup. There was none. as far as you using it, especially you use it correctly. And so, um, I tried to send you like full jars, um, of what I had just so you can get an idea of how long it will take to get through it. And, and so now that I know that you're sharing the, the wealth, I may have oh, to yeah. send you another with the great uh, uh, labels on it now because <laughs> I worked hard on that. I'm you, telling you, I worked hard. That's phenomenal. I kept going. I was like, no, this is not right. And then I went and I went to a company and I was asking them and they, was, they were saying, oh, this is going to be $5,000. I said, well, wait a minute. Let mm-hmm. me just see what I could do for myself. Let me go and get the measurement tape because I went to school too. I know how to measure. Okay. You're, you're, <laughs> you're walking can... right into my next question is well, how do you get the confidence to trust yourself? And I know you had that backup, but how, <laughs> for those people that, you know, when I'm saying that, you know, you had your granny, she was there, she's still there, like I said, rooting you on. But how do you get the confidence to trust yourself to do for yourself? Okay, so don't take this the wrong way. Aim for failure. Like it. No, that ain't the wrong way. That's the right way. That's great. <laughs> aim, <laughs> aim for failure. That's, my my brother taught that. me that. So my oldest brother taught me proper preparation prevents poor performance. And it was something that he conditioned himself um, to say often. And when he was drafted number one linebacker in the NFL, he said, he said proper preparation prevents poor performance and now he's a state senator and so he never stopped and one of the things he told me he said Mimi what I like about you is that you understand I have my own family and you've never asked me for a dime and he said the the reason why you haven't asked me for a dime is because you have the same abilities within you to do what I'm doing whatever is in me I already have my talents and my skill set he said, now you, you got to cultivate yours and figure out what it is. And once you get there, he was like, you know, I'm going to root for you. I'll be right there. Whatever you need, I got you. But I feel like when you put that labor in there, your labor pains, it, it's easy to ask somebody to give you something. But it's more rewarding when you can say, I did this on my own. And that's what I'm going for. I can call him and say, hey, Red, this is what I need. And he will probably do it. No, no doubt about it. We have the same mama and daddy. We got the same amount of whoopings growing up, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. <laughs> so, but at the end of the day, he has three children, a wife, a mother-in-law, a dog and everything. <laughs> so yeah. he has bills of his own. He graduated top of his class at Northwestern. So, you know, if football didn't work out, he had more than his butt to fall back on. And Patricia is here, you guys. I'm just all in here. She's here. I promise Patricia is I here. So, here. Forgive but, me. 
but one more with, with, with something you said I know and this is something that I think about all the time like I know you're saying you did it on your own but you didn't do it on your own no I had help along the way I did I never would have learned how to do any of this if I wasn't in that kitchen with my grandmother that's just like me saying I cook Thanksgiving dinner on my own I, every recipe I've learned mm-hmm. from my mom and my grandmother um so no I but the continual support is what I'm getting at and some of us don't some people just don't have that and it's kind of hard to go and just say I'm gonna create my own products and start my own like you have to have that automatic shift and awareness in you that one I can do this without people loving me in the process you know, you have to remove that emotion. And that's one of the things my mom say all the time, remove emotion out of business. Like for every no, you probably have 16 other yeses, but you were so wrapped up in that no, that you forgot to push forward. And so that's one of the things that I try not to allow me to, you know, get in my own head, because to me, I feel like anything I make is, is great. You may not think it, but I do. And, And so I remember just sitting in a business meeting just recently and I actually said that, well, what makes yours so great? Cause I created it. That's why. Well, what, what is so different about this? They didn't have me in the, in the lab. That's what's different. I bring me and I show up 110%. I show up before time because if you're on time, you're late before time mm-hmm. is better time. And we all know what excuses are. Excuses are tools for the incompetent. They build monuments of nothingness. That's and those they who specialize are. them. Seldom progress in anything else. <laughs> and those are excuses. <laughs> we had to learn that forever. So from the time you started up until now, how much, how much time was that? For when you said, you know, it was in 2011, but did it just go right away i know you said you had a website like what was so, that process to hire so in 2011 it it has it started and it just kind of took off because my grandmother was still a part of it and she was still at the church and she was telling everybody my granddaughter is building the website just go on there and say well, grandma i don't have the links ready well why didn't you put the links on there you know i was gonna tell the people mm-hmm. they put it in the mm-hmm. church bulletin then she had you know, like little ambassadors in the in the neighborhood that you go take this to your mama because your mama have a lot of kids and you tell her to use some of her hair too because I saw at the back it was it was messed up. Okay. You know, straightforward. I People love from it. the south. I love it. And once you get over a certain age, you get a, you get a, a pass. That and was my the culture mother, though. Then exactly that was the culture. Nobody yeah. was <laughs> all in their feelings about the right. Like, they got a right. spot. You was like, I got nobody a got offended. Helping, nobody know? got offended. <laughs> nobody and, got offended. And that was that was the biggest thing. And my mom was very instrumental as well. Like, even now, I talk to my mom every single day, and you would think we would run out of things to say. But I talk to her every single day in the morning when I get up and before I go to bed. I talk to my mom. I I utilize her wisdom. And I listen. And a lot of people don't listen. But I listen because she's been here more years than me. So I trust her. And so when we started in, in 2011, I depended on my mom because my mom was doing hair. And she was growing and it was like, oh, Brenda has these growing hands and Brenda has this. And so I would just kind of bank on that. And I would make something with grandma and grandmama, 
had me. And then I remember my cousin, Chris, Christine, she was in the kitchen. Grandma said, baby, you get on out of here because we can't trust nothing you whip up. Go on on now. And so like, if it didn't, if it didn't work, it just didn't work. And so we made all of this product and we had it on my grandmother's kitchen table. And she just had people who would ring the doorbell. I want some hair food. And I said, grandmama, well, we can, we can do more than hair food. Can we just take the shea butter out? Because when she was making it with her dad, the base that they was using was petroleum jelly. They was using Vaseline as a base. And so I was the one who talked her into using shea butter and trying the mango butters and things like that. And so when I asked her mm. and she was like, well, well, daughter, I don't know how to do it like that. I said, so the same amount that you would put Vaseline in, we're going to do that with shea butter. And so then we started trying. And then she said, well, we're not going to put this in nobody's head until we try it in our own. And mm-hmm. I said, well, well, grandmama, well, what's going to happen? She said, I don't know, but I know if they can't grow it, your mama can sew it. And that's how she said. Hey. <laughs> and my mom was a petition. So it was like, well, we're going to test it out on ourselves. And then we were seeing great results, even the texture of our hair. Like I never considered myself having like really nice hair and it's just like now I don't even have to put things on it and it waves up and yeah it does its own thing and it's just it keeps it keeps growing that's why I was telling you all like yesterday I said I keep the back pinned up because once it starts to grow because even with like locks you know they shrink but when it starts to grow and it's on your neck you think something touched you oh yes, hold yep. on what's that yeah, you start to flapping yourself. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> but that's also the first place it start. Well, I don't know about you, but I know for my daughter and I, we both had the same issue. Like the locks at the bottom, they uh they thinned faster. So we've had to connect them together. I don't know. It's just right on the nape of our neck. Those three ones and we have about a hundred and a hundred and something locks in our hair maybe like a hundred and ten no more than that because i started our locks but in the back it started to um thin like you know get thinner as it grows so okay so i didn't have that that same um testimony that's not my ministry (laughs) um (laughs) because from from my as i call it from my esterol days with my big chop Mm-hmm. I was hair food massage ah. and the the thickness the texture and everything changed and that was like one of the biggest compliments that we would get all the time it was the hair texture actually changing and so I guess that kind of excited us and then it took off and people were ordering frequently and we were excited about it and then I put a message on the site saying like my grandmother is sick. So we're taking time as a family to be with her and things like that. And then she ended up passing the early part of um, January in 2013. And then I took it all down. And so people were asking my mom at the church and then I moved and I was just like, mom, I'm not going to do it anymore because the person who actually spearheaded this is gone. So I just can't do it. And at the time, my mom didn't pressure me or anything like that. So it was just okay. But then now she's pressuring me. <laughs> so was it that that made you decide to go back into it? The, the conversation that you had with your mom about how your grandmother gave you this gift? That's what made me start. And I was just like, you know what? I can, I can do this. And I, I told myself daily, 
I can do this. And I did. And so you're doing it now. And you had mentioned that you guys are planning to do a relaunch in September. Yes. And so how is that going right now? Oh, um, it's going well. Uh, It's a lot of work. If if I could have just picked up this station and took you into the the living room area, you'll see how it's going. I have pictures. I'll I'll send them so you all can share them. We like moved everything out the way, and it it looks as if it's like a warehouse. I'm kind of sort of just. I guess what comes to mind for me is legacy, such a legacy, just everything that you had growing up, your, your grandma, especially, she sounds like she was kind of sort of the matriarch of your family. Um, Mm -hmm. And just the legacy that she gave to you and your family and just the legacy that you have now within you that you're passing on to your to your sister, to your daughter, um yeah that's just incredible and the work ethic my 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 daughter and I always I mess with her but she is just as creative as as me um she makes t-shirts um when she comes back on on Monday because she's with her dad this weekend when she comes back on Monday she's making me um maintain beauty mask so when I'm out and about it's it's you know product placement you want somebody to ask you, what is that? And she understands that now. And, you know, being able to fill the bo- the bottles and the jars and understand how much time, energy, and effort is going into it. I'm teaching her to work ethic now. And, and so she's understanding, wait, mommy is doing this so she can replace what she's doing with Amazon. So that that's what I'm showing her. And I want yeah. her to understand your your great granny started us doing this and this is how you're able to do it and she's the oldest great grandchild and she was the only one who was able to have five years with her great granny and she still remembers her she still remembers her that's beautiful and I don't think people realize just the value and the importance of having our children spend time with the generations that come before us. Yeah. You know, like spending time with the grandparents. Yeah. If there are great grandparents, having the opportunity to to get to know them or giving our children the opportunity to get to know them. It's such a gift that we're able to give. And so much comes from that. I know I, I probably got off track because you probably had a whole list of things to ask me and, and talk to me about. And I just went left. That I was my fault. Doing that. That was my fault, Tamika. It, 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 it had nothing to do with you. You just had, I mean, you're just power packed. You're a big, uh, let me not say that because I was going to say, you you know, you're a nutrition bar with like a lot of stuff in it and I could just eat forever. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, I did say when, that. When you said um, at the beginning, you said that I just mix things together. Uh-huh. I do. And, and right. sometimes we had this thing and, and people thought it was like the worst in the world, but to, to a big family, if you can't take criticism from a big family, then you, you have no chance in the world. Granddaddy used to say, leave your feelings under your doormat and pick them up when you come back in. Don't take them out with you. So you gotta be, you gotta be forward tough. So <laughs> that's how you gotta be built. So you can't, you gotta have pretty thick skin. So 
when we used to make something and they call it a flop. You say, who made this mess? Get in here and eat it because ain't nobody else going to eat it. So you, you're very conscious about the things that you make because you got to present it to someone. And every time I'm in there and I can make anything, it could be the, the hair food, the growth oil, the edge control, anything that I make, I always hear my granddaddy saying, it better not be a flop. <laughs> it better not be yeah. a flop. And so it's just different things that I can laugh about now that was once sad because it was like, oh my God, granddaddy gone, grandma gone. But they left me with so much. And at the time, what was I, 30, I was 33 or 34 when they passed. And I was just like, I was so blessed and, and grateful because they left me with so much. It was like, we have a rich history and legacy just right. within our family, so. Well, and you know, I, I am all for lists and organization and stuff, but I am also flexible and I really appreciate how this went today. You know, yeah. I have no, I have no regrets. So if anybody, I, I don't either. Don't be sorry. <laughs> I know Latanya is always like, oh, I know Patricia. I know you have, but I don't. It doesn't matter. I love how it went today. Um, I don't think anything went left. I think everything went exactly as it should have gone today. I think you gave us. You left us with so much more. And I am so very thankful to you for yeah. uh, being willing to come into the Black Mom Diaries virtual house and mm -hmm. share, share that with, with us today. And I, I know that um, you had said that you guys are going to do a soft launch soon. If mm -hmm. anybody is interested in learning more about your products, we talked about your books at the beginning. So they can go to Amazon and find your books there. The products that you you are working on uh, that your grandma created. If anybody wants to know about those, is there somewhere they can go and look and find out more information before the, the soft launch? Absolutely. And say um, your pen name again. Say your pen name again. I don't want to forget that. Mm -hmm. Oh, What's the, your pen name for your book? Oh, Miss T. Nicole. T. Nicole, Miss T. Nicole. Okay. Yes, because I'm Tamika Nicole. So it's Miss T. She was born in the 80s, guys. She was born in the, <laughs> something around that time. And if if was I'm, Nicole I'm Latanya Nicole. I'm Latanya Nicole. Come on now. <laughs> if you was a Nicole or Monique. <laughs> or Renee. Oh, Lord. <laughs> there are a lot of them. Tell us how to reach you. <laughs> so um, on Amazon for books, Miss T. Nicole. Anything dealing with Maintain Beauty, um, you can find Maintain Beauty LLC on Facebook, Instagram, and www.maintainbeauty.com. Awesome. Well, guys, check her out. Check her out on Amazon. Her books sound so interesting. And, and <laughs> that's yeah, if they I, like that. that that's yes. if they like that. I mean, if you, I mean, who, who doesn't, there's lots of people that do. So I know some <laughs> of our audience is going to be like, oh, let me check that out. So Miss Tina Nicole on Amazon for the books. And then of course, it sounds like you can follow her on Facebook or Instagram, maintain beauty. And then of course, if you want to get more information, go to the website, www.maintainbeauty.com. Ma'am. Yes. Thank you so much for being with us today. It has been so No, thank you. I, I really appreciate you all having <laughs> me. It has been such a, a blessing just to be able to talk to you. 
and share stories about my family. So thank you so much. And I really do hope that you all enjoyed the products and there's more to come. It's no hope. I enjoy. I yes. know. <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm going to be looking, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a consumer. I hope you got a a subscription service to where it comes every (laughs) four weeks. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. Because we we don't aim for failure. (laughs) That's right. I would listen. I will be on that list because we would use it quite frequently for our locks. I just, and and it's not just for locks, guys. I talk about it for my locks, but you know, Patricia's son. Yeah, Patricia's son doesn't have locks, but I my love husband it. has this locks. But oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have locks, and I don't have locks, and I used it on my kids' hair, and I am not complaining. Yeah, it's, you don't it's have for locks all yet. Hair types. I don't have locks yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's for all hair types. So it is. Yes, it is. guys, check her out, and uh, we want to just say thank you guys for listening to us today. We know you could be doing anything, but you decided to be with us too in the Black Mom Diaries virtual house. So if you want to get social with us, you can search for us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Search Black Mom Diaries on the podcast networks. Please leave us some feedback because we want to know what you think. Tell us the good. Tell us the bad. Tell us the in-between. And if you just want to reach out to us and ask us some questions, if you're interested in being a guest on the show because you feel like you have a story that everybody needs to know, email us at blackmomdiaries at gmail.com. And until then, I'm Patricia. And I am LaTanya. And thank you guys so much for listening to the Black Mom Diaries. Thank you. Thanks so much for spending this episode with us. And if you like what you heard, feel free to like, share, and subscribe. And of course, be sure to join us on the next episode of the Black Mom Diaries.